0: let's talk about shock therapy let's talk with renee and Bree. let's talk about all the good things and the bad things
1: that can be in shock therapy hey guys welcome back to renana's podcast i hope you're all having a great day we will be diving into the dark world of shock therapy which still goes on today Shock therapy is a procedure that is done under general anesthesia in which a small electrical current is passed through the brain, intentionally triggering a brief seizure. It was widely used in patients with depression and bipolar disorder. This extreme method of therapy was only used when medication failed to help the patients. Electroconvulsive therapy was first used in the 1930s
0: in Italy by Ugo Cerletti, an Italian professor who first began using ECT to experiment on animals. It was first used on a human in 1938. Psychiatrists had already known that the seizures helped to relieve symptoms of mental illness. They had been using a drug called Metrazol to induce seizures. This drug did not take well with the patients, as they would get a sense of terror just before the seizure started. This is why psychiatrists introduced ECT as a safer, more humane way of producing these seizures, which is ironic considering ECT would go on to become infamous as a terrifying treatment.
1: ECT began gaining popularity in the 1970s as a rumored punishment for psychiatric patients in the 1950s with movies, TV shows, and books including One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, depicting ECT as an abusive form of control in mental hospitals. While there is a lot of evidence suggesting the malpractice of ECT in order to control unruly patients and maintain order in psychiatric wards, ECT was also being used correctly during this time to help people. This time period of misuse Forever gave ECT a bad reputation and is still how a lot of people view electroconvulsive therapy today.
0: While the stigma around ECT still remains, mentally ill patients are still being helped by it today. 2019's version of ECT is a lot different than it was in the 1950s, with a modified procedure being used now. This procedure involves giving the patient muscle relaxants to combat the negative physical effects of the seizure itself anesthesia to lessen the pain from the electric shock, and every patient using ECT formally consents to the procedure. Overall, ECT may have a bad rep, but it has helped many people overcome their mental illnesses, including Carrie Fisher, who was Princess Leia in the Star Wars movies. ECT has come a long way since its creation, with a few bumps along the way, but it definitely is not as bad as some would make it out to be. Now I wanted to take some time to tell you all some facts and myths about ECT.
1: So, it causes seizures. We learned that's a fact. So during ECT, you basically, the point is to have a seizure and this causes chemical reactions to occur in your brain that can lessen the effects of mental illness.
0: It's only for depression. This one is a myth. ECT is most commonly used for people with severe depression, but it can also be used for other things like medication, psychotherapy,
1: and people with bipolar disorder as well. So a lot of people think it's dangerous, but really this is a myth. In the early days, yes, it was pretty dangerous, it was really unregulated, but nowadays it's performed properly and it's perfectly fine and a perfectly good way of doing treatment.
0: It can chip teeth and break bones. This one's also a myth. Because doctors now give patients muscle relaxants to prevent them from seizing violently, issues like chipped teeth and fractures have almost been totally eliminated.
1: Some people think it doesn't work, but let me tell you what, that's a myth. So a lot of researchers say about 85% of patients fully recover after treatment, and do a lot better after treatment. Um, Another common thing that people say is that it causes
0: memory loss, and this is a fact. One of the most common side effects of the procedure is memory loss. Right after the seizure occurs, whether from ECT, epilepsy, or other reasons, some patients experience short-term confusion. Memory loss usually covers events that took place shortly before the treatment. So it's not like you're losing all of your memory. If anything, it's just a short part of your memory right before the treatment occurs, which can be traumatizing if you actually do remember it. You learned about shock therapy. You learned with Renee and Bree. You learned about all the good things and the bad things that may be in shock therapy. (laughs)